Hey, I'm Lauren Hubelay. I'm a family health coach and I'm here with Megan Etheridge. Hey y'all, I'm Megan Etheridge. I'm a wife, a mom, and a nurse and an aspiring gemotherapist. Thanks for joining us today. Megan and I joined together each week to share um, our findings on restoring immunity naturally using an extract from Europe called gemotherapy. It happens to be made from the buds of trees and vines, and it's extremely effective in restoring immunity and solving multiple acute problems. Megan, it's, it's fall now and the weather's changing, and I know you're working with a whole group of moms in your area. What are you seeing coming up? What are their concerns? Um, so one of the biggest concerns right now for us is coughs. Coughs at the end of a cold, maybe just random coughs that kind of pop up. Um, and coughs that linger. And you know, moms are really concerned when kids are coughing because they associate coughing with sickness, which you and I know isn't always true. Um, and especially coughs that maybe interrupt sleep because when no one's sleeping in the house, then <laughs> the whole family is stressed by it yeah, and yeah. affected. Boy, that brings back a lot of memories for me of being up at night. I had a one with croup a lot, and I also had a, a dry copper that um, kept us up. So um, is, is are, what do you think it is about coughs, Megan, that, that scares moms? Because I, because I think because of the sound, it autumn, every time that they cough, it sends them into, they're sick, they're sick, something needs to be done. Even if they're playing and eating and, and running around, because they hear that noise, we're, we're an action kind of people. So if, if we see something or hear something, then that those things need an action. Um, and, and I think that's where they, they, get, they get concerned because, you know, prior to what we all have known, and this is true for me, is, you know, you have a cough, you go to the doctor, or you have a cough, you go to the pharmacy to get an over-the-counter medication because you need to stop the cough, you need to stop the cough. Yeah, and the truth is we don't want to stop the cough. We want to make it effective. So what, what a cough really is there is to help clear, right? To clear mucus in the bronchi or in the lungs. And if we suppress it, we're just um, suppressing that inflammation that can lead to more chronic problems. And, and that's something I see in my practice a lot where over the years, moms have been taught to suppress their child's cough and then they develop into deeper chronic problems. And asthma could just be one of those. Um, but getting that fear level down is, is a great concern of mine. And, and really moms shouldn't be looking at the cough. There are another set of symptoms they should be looking at. Can you remind them what they are, Megan? Right, so from, from our first episode, we've been talking about the symptoms that we really are using to measure sickness or those same symptoms that we're using to measure how well they're getting through that sickness. And we're looking at mood, appetite, and um, energy levels. And so if their mood's starting to go south and they're just, like Lauren loves to say, thin-skinned and everything sets them off, um, if their appetite is less or not at all, and if their energy, I mean, if you have my three-year-old little boy is all boy and always running and always doing, He's actually sick right now, and we have spent the majority of our morning on the couch, which is very atypical for him. And so this just tells me that his body is working to fight something. And those are the measurements that we are using to assess, okay, how sick are we? And then on the flip side of that, that's how I also measure how well he's, he's getting through the next day or two. 
Yeah, that's great, Megan. And I think that's so important for moms and that you have to remember this over and again, because when you're around other moms that don't see things that way, they can instill a lot of fear, can't they? Yeah, and not only other moms, but I find family, you know, because this is how your parents did things, or this is how your aunts and uncles did things. And so it's, you, well, they have a call for, what are you giving? Well, why aren't you giving these X, Y, and Z medications? Because this is what I did for my baby. So to kind of um, be secure and confident in what you're doing and, and give education along the way. Um, and so I love that we're doing these podcasts because I feel like the more that we're able to talk about it, that talking about anything relieves the fear of it and the stigma of it. And then that just gives us the information and the confidence and the power that we need to continue to do those things that we feel are right for our family and know we're right. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. I think it's so true. So going back to this cough, I mean, why do we, why do we cough? We cough because in the center of the brain, we get a message that's sent with neurotransmitters down to the bronchial lungs because mucus is thick and the, the, uh, a, a reaction. This isn't um, um, a negative thing. This is a positive thing. The body's clearing, but when um, coughs that linger go on, what, what's happened is the body try, is trying to clear this, but it can't eliminate it. And, and that gets into deeper, more chronic issues. And we can certainly address those in future podcasts when we're talking about actual elimination stool and kidney elimination. So let's go through some of the gymos that we know because there's five. If you're a mom at home, you're wanting to set up your medicinary for your kids and be prepared for any kind of cough situation as we move into fall and winter, there are five that I would recommend. And they're black honeysuckle, hornbeam, liffy, silver lime, and hazel. So let, let's go through, I know uh, we talked, did we talk about, oh, what was that, Megan? We discussed hornbeam last episode on coughs and cold, or colds and um, viruses. And I'd love for you to start there because I learned a little something when you were speaking about hornbeam particularly, that sometimes the center of our brains will send a false message that will elicit a cough that really isn't trying to um, eliminate or produce anything to get it up. So. And one of my Juma moms used hornbeam this week and a couple of days later reached back out to us just to let us know that it was so effective for um, her little boy who was at the end of a cold. That is, that's, that's wonderful. So, so what, what hornbeam does is actually work in that brain center to make sure we're getting the proper message sent. So um, it will tell us to cough when the mucus is too thick but on the other hand, hornbeam quiets the dry cough, which is a false signal from the brain. So the coughing, when you're taking hornbeam and you're still coughing, you need to know those coughs are productive coughs and they're needed. But often at, it, the cough that we all worry about is the one that keeps us up at night, right? Or yeah. keeps the child up at night. And that's generally a false signal cough. And that's why hornbeam is excellent at um, helping quiet that nighttime cough. Um, the other thing that's important is that 
hornbeam actually not only reduces the inflammation in the moment, and that's the beauty of GMOs, it gives us some future benefit by healing and protecting against any scar tissue from building in the respiratory system. I love that. And um, I just want to add, I'd like for you to elaborate a little bit because I know we we speak about gemotherapy and this is what our podcast is revolves around, but how does gemotherapy differ from other natural medicines like let's say herbs or homeopathy? Uh, you can just give a little bit of a definition because I've had people ask me that. Yeah, that's a great question, Megan. So um, let's just look at other herbs because there's a lot of moms out there that buy herbal products for their children and this is all good. But herbs are, are extracted in a dry state. They're from one part of the plant and they don't have those stem cells that chemotherapy have. That ability to rejuvenate, bring nutrition and strengthen, um, which is the one unique quality of chemotherapy. So it's the, the, the marrow stem cells in the plant that's in the extract. And also, uh, gemotherapy extracts um, are prepared when the buds are fresh. So it's using that fresh plant material. Um, the other question you have was different from homeopathy. Yeah, so the main difference between the two is gemotherapy is a drainage protocol. And it is working... Um, through the body to help drain inflammation in whatever area that the, the extract that we've selected is matched to. And so whereas homeopathy works with the vital force to clear what is blocking the body from healing, but homeopathy can't move that inflammation. And that's why actually the two of them work really well together. But more often than not, Megan, I, I found, and I'd be, I'm sure you have too, that we can go a whole case without using homeopathy and just use gemotherapy for acute. Yes, I found that to be true um, for several of us through this, and I, and I know that happens in your practice a lot. Thanks for clarifying the difference between, because um, like I said, I've had a couple of questions about that. Yeah. So let's then, go, you want to move through these gemos or do yeah. you? I do know. I wanted to move through the gemos. Um, I'm going to just share a story real quick. I had whooping cough like seven years ago. Um, and uh, this continuous chronic cough that lingered, lingered, lingered for seven years. It was worse during the winter. It was worse when I had a cold or something. But it was so bad that one day I was working in the ICU. My boss came to me and she was like, the pulmonologist is here. You need to see him now. This cough needs something needs to be done with it. Um, and it was not until I found gemotherapy and that this cough came up one day and I took a few drops of the extract Liffy and immediately I felt this warm sensation spread across, across my chest. That cough was just diminished and for the whole rest of the day, I never coughed again. Okay. So if you can speak about the extract uh, Liffy. Oh, Megan, that's, that was a beautiful example and that warm feeling you had is exactly what Liffy does because Liffy is a dilator. So its primary action is as a dilator for the bronchi and the lungs to ease inspiration and expiration. So in breath and out breath. Liffy is not used on every cough. It is used on those coughs that need that dilation where we're struggling bringing in air, 
and were or struggling expiring. So that was exactly the kind of cough that it resolved for you, right? Yes, ma'am. Yeah. So some of the other um, cough types that I've seen Lithy resolve, first of all, which was probably similar to yours, kind of that convulsive coughing. Yes, ma'am. Like that, um, the pulmonologist diagnosed it as cough variant asthma. And so I know the Lithy is used a lot from your book for asthmatic coughs. Exactly. And it's just that repetitive, continuous cough, 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 cough. Right. So your body gets in this um, loop, right? Mm -hmm. And that, that is an ineffective message, but more importantly, we've got this dilation issue going on. And that's why hornbeam wouldn't be as effective in that. But it can also be paired with. The two can work really beautifully together. It's also, I wish I'd had it when my son was little with his croup because I, I would probably have less gray hair and <laughs> wouldn't have aged so quickly with him because of all the lost sleep. Um, because it, it, it's almost uh, miraculous and it's just calming that and helping little ones get back to sleep. So um, there is an action too though that's, that's interesting beyond that for Lithy and this is this connection, the brain and lung connection. And um, this is um, a, a secondary action of it where it resolves allergic reactions that cause bronchial spasms. So if we have allergic um, type asthma or a reaction to um, some kind of food or external substance and there are breathing issues, Lithy would be a good first responder there along with black current. Awesome, I learned something new this week too. Hey, <laughs> cool, cool. Where else should we talk about with so there are three more that we were going to discuss. Um, let's go to black honeysuckle. So you've had some black honeysuckle experiences. I love black honeysuckle. I love all extracts, but you're going to find for yourself and for your family the ones that just pair really well. Um, last week, we discussed black, black honeysuckle as being great for throat, throat inflammation. Um, that's one of the main reasons why I use it. That's just a weak point for me. And almost immediately, that sore throat is, is resolved and there aren't any issues. And so it's interesting to me that we're talking about it for cough because this will be something new for me to learn for you as to how it works. Well, you know, black honeysuckle isn't your first extract for coughs. We're going to uh, defer for that first cough to hornbeam. But where black honeysuckle comes in is at the towards the end of an inflammation cycle because it thins that sticky mucus that remains and increases fluidity. So what we really want to do to um, get uh, to to not to take the body through the whole cycle of an inflammation is to help it at the end to move out that inflammation and to prevent that lingering cough. So this is where black honeysuckle would come in if there's sticky mucus present. The other thing that it, it does is it will help, and if it's given with common alder and black currant, help protect again for any um, scar tissue from forming because that's what we don't want happening. We don't want this buildup of inflammation and thickening in those areas. 
Awesome. So, you know, there's another really interesting kind of cough, Megan, that um, actually comes from the nervous system. And this is that cough, sometimes children get it in school, sometimes people get it before they're gonna, going to give a presentation or talk, um, or have to talk to their boss about something. <laughs> And, and this is that complete false message from the brain. There's nothing that needs to be coughed. It's just dry. And although we could work with Hornbeam, if we're sure, we're, nobody's sick here. We've just got something, a message being missing, then silver lime is your, your answer. And this is an extract we use to harmonize the nervous system and the neurovegetative system. So that those automatic responses that the brain sends a message to an organ. Silver lime doesn't work with the respiratory system at all, but it works with the whole body. And it's, it's harmonizing of the entire um, nervous system would help relieve that. And it, it, we would only need a small amount. Um, in this, we're really talking about microdosing. So one to three drops, even in adults. I love this because um, people who have anxiety, especially anxiety before doing something big, like you said, whether it's speaking or having a conversation with their boss, for like you, all, we all know what our little quirkiness is. Like your arms, may, your armpits may start sweating, or you may develop this cough, or you know the palms of your hands start sweating. So, if you're a person who develops a cough, then silver lime is your extract, and just a drop or two, like Lauren said. And I'd be interested to hear your success stories. Oh yeah, I and I think. Uh, um, parents will find that I had a, a beautiful case that um, started the minute the young lady went to school and it was um, a uh, young teen starting high school and um, this this cough came kind of out of nowhere it seemed and, and what was interesting is she had had asthma as a child and we resolved it all naturally with homeopathy and and gemotherapy over the years. I've been working with this little girl since she was six years old. And um, it was puzzling me. And um, it finally dawned on me, wait a minute, she is just fine. Because all we had to do was look at those other symptoms. Her appetite was great, her mood was great, energy was great. She got this cough two times. When she got out of the car and started heading to classes, and when she sat down to do her homework. It was just this, this anxiety driven that sent that false message from the brain to the lungs. And so nerve, silver lime is great for that nervous system and anxiety and help calming that. And then the cough resolves. Yeah. Amazing. So beautiful. <laughs> you know, Megan, this is the whole thing. When we really work with how the body works, instead of our picture of what we want done, like I just want to fix this or make it go away, um, that's not how the body works. And we need to really remember that we are a living, breathing part of na nature and, and no more can we force that than we can look outside on this beautiful fall day and say, hey, I'm, I'm ready for spring <laughs> because right. it's not time, right? And so everything's in a cycle and we just need to work with it. And at the same time, moms need sleep, right? And we, we all can't be home for weeks on end with our children. So we've got some great resources here. 
but there's one more. What's there is one more, and we've spoken about this again last episode, and when we talked about coughs and um, not coughs about colds, and the extract is hazel. You know, like you've loved these others, I have a, a love affair with hazel, and um, I I think that I think there isn't anyone that can benefit from it on some level, but in this case. We're going to bring Hazel in at the at the end of an acute episode, at the very end, and to protect for um, future reoccurrences. And this is an excellent school children's extract for that child that gets sick every month or two months, or always feels like mom always feels like she or he's being exposed to things. Because what it does is it resolves um, inflammation in the connective tissues. So it helps the lungs be more elastic and respond better. And over time, improves that inspiration and expiration of the lungs. Um, it does some work on the liver too at the same time, very similar action. And this, these two together help support immunity. Um, there, there's also um, this neurovegetative connection again with the liver, lungs, and brain from hazel. So it can give a sense of calm, which is wonderful for everyone in the evening, right? <laughs> so the difference would be you're taking hazel to, for this um, work on the organs. We're going to um, take a full dose, whatever a full dose is for you according to the charts offered in my books or on my website. If you are um, taking it just for the calming, you wanna take a microdose. And that again is like one, one to three drops. It, it's an excellent protector to use all winter, like once the weather changes. Have you had any particular experiences with it? Not a ton. We've tried it uh, once or twice for Callum. Um, but I just found at this point other extracts worked better. But I do know that for one of my Jimmo moms has incorporated Hazel because her little boys had this continuous cycle of sickness and um, it has helped. It's helped tremendously because while we're trying to resolve the symptoms that we see or hear, we're also looking to build our immunity so that we're stronger for the next time this comes around. And um, Hazel is great for helping helping to do that. So I can see how it is. You, I can see how you will have a love affair with it for sure. Yeah. So Megan, I think that just about covers coughs. Is there, are there any questions remaining from you? No, I think we covered all, every kind of cough that is possible. And just to reaffirm or re reset, I can't even talk today. Right. <laughs> um, just to refresh what we have discussed, you can try and you can mix together and see what your response is. Like we've talked about before, these extracts are so gentle that there's no harm in putting two together or trying one in the morning and seeing what the response is and trying another in the evening. Um, just being mindful what you're observing and taking those notes because you do tend to forget. So if you have something written down, then you can go back for if it happens again and see what worked last time. Right. And, you know, we talked about each of them separately and I think I want to remind moms listening that when we put together a protocol for acute, we want to include extracts that synergistically support one another. So really to remove that cough, 
or mucus or whichever, whatever we're working on, we're going to be using common alder and black currant and then either hornbeam or black honeysuckle. If we're, we're working on the um, um, uh, bronchi and the lung, yeah. and, right, and want to work with lithium, we might use just black currant. And if we're working with um, silver lime, that can be dosed all by itself. Yeah. And then hazel is something Lauren typically recommends to dose at night. Um, it helps a little bit with sleep. And then you can use it with your common alder, hornbeam, or black honeysuckle, black current protocol, and then just make an evening dose of hazel is how she recommends it. Exactly. And evening, we always want to dose our children unless they're very acute. If we're just working in the convalescent stage, we want to give a couple hours between the dose and bedtime because chemotherapy, it does activate organs and we want to be soothing in the evening to encourage sleep. So Megan, where, where can people find out more about chemotherapy if they're looking? So there are several resources. Um, you can go to Lauren's website, laurenhubelay.com, and she has a ton of free information, y'all. I still get on and dig through finding um, old blogs and articles that discuss extracts in more detail. Also, she has two books out. One is um, Gymotherapy for Everyone, Acute, or Introduction to Acute Care, and then Gymotherapy for Everyone, Building Immunity in Babies and Children. You can get it from her website. You can get it from Amazon. Um, I just know that a Google search always brings up some things too. So, so check out those books and check out our website and then see what other kind of digging you can do and find and listen to our podcast. We're going to be here every week releasing a new episode on Tuesdays. Hey, thanks so much, Megan. It was really fun talking to you. Thanks yes, so much. Yes, ma'am. You too. Have a good one.